Hello, welcome to the Unsure Gamer. I'm one of your four hosts for the Age of Sigmar Monday show, including Mr. Nathan Prescott, Mr. James Powell, and Mr. Dan Unsupervised, whose birthday it was yesterday. Can we get a whoop whoop for Dan in the chat? Happy birthday, Dan. I am whoop, whoop, very, whoop. very hungover, but I feel fantastic somewhere. Good. Excellent. <laughs> it's, it's not in my body or my soul or my mind, but surely, hypothetically, somewhere there's got to be a place where I feel good. It's probably in the past. Oh, perfect. Welcome. Uh, yes, welcome to the uh, Age of Sigma Monday show. Uh, the way of microdosing Age of Sigma right into your veins <laughs> so that you feel... Uh, you feel elated, yet you don't feel like you've had too much Age of Sigma. It's just a small mm -hmm. amount, but the perfect amount. Uh, so, yes, and always uh, on a Monday. And always on a Monday. Monday evening, 7pm-ish, depending on situations. Uh, right, so um, hello to the Twitch chat, who we're joined by today for today's show. If you listen to this as a podcast, please do stay hydrated. And thank you to everyone that was watching my Patreon. If it wasn't for you, I couldn't pay my rent, and I'd die. I'd actually die. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's lovely of you. Uh, thank you very much. Today's show, just for the topics, is I'm obviously going to see how the three guests are. It's going to be important to talk about that. Then we're going to talk about the news because there's some really exciting news. Amazing news. Then we have the World Top 16 UK Championship here at the TSN Arena this weekend. The 16 players, uh, some of whom, I think we have two from the US, uh, two from uh, two from Sweden, two, no, two from Norway, sorry, one from Sweden, are all coming over to the UK to play Warhammer. They don't yet know who they're playing, and we will be doing the live draw tonight. And then after all of that excitement, as if that wasn't enough, we will be discussing a casual event pack, which the Honest Wargamer is going to produce. There's loads of conversation around that, but very simply, a really simple, easy uh, event pack or a set of rules to be a um, a introduction to Age of Sigma as opposed to what it is at the minute, which is getting purple summed off the board like a little bitch, uh, which is perfect. Uh, Nathan, hello, hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, not much, uh, really. Not much Warhammer. <laughs> uh, no, but... <laughs> Hopefully you get a game in uh, sometime this week. Yeah? Well, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna you're gonna dig yourself out of this situation and get yourself into. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna need a he's gonna need a pretty big shovel for that, Rob. Uh, you're right. He is. He is. He is. Uh, but he won't know if he's coming or going. Uh, right. So. <laughs> Uh, are you five minutes in we're already a mess are you uh have you played any warhammer the past week no or yes or no no yet to play a game of the new handbook so uh hopefully this week maybe i might get a game in we'll okay see. nathan hot gossip straight off yes. the bat you and me have talked in person if it wasn't for you i wouldn't have taken a chaos gargant this weekend and i've had a yeah. much worse time so thanks for that suggestion my question yeah, yeah. to you is gits have had a massive power boost in Age of Sigmar, talk to me. What Just for everyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about very quickly, the Battle Scroll update gave Gits new rules, specifically and probably most importantly, uh, the Loon Shrine becomes the moon. It's a 12-inch yep. aura around the Loon Shrine. And you also could do four-up rally on Moon Clan Grot units that are under the light of the moon. Nathan, talk to me. Yeah, no, it's uh, great. We get, we get to use the Allegiance ability all the time now, which is, well, as long as you stood near the rock. Uh, is the rock then, near the objectives? Uh, it can be uh, 
as much as three inches away from an objective. Okay. So close, close enough, enough for the bubble to be on it, right? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So yeah. Oh yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that's a huge thing that the moon is there. Um, and they've altered the effects slightly of what the moon does as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Trogos getting plus one to their save, which is a lot, uh, probably better than the re-rolling your four-up regeneration roll. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that's better. I agree. Um, the wizards all get plus one cast, so they're going to be, that's great, really. And 12 inches away from the shrine. So it's a big bubble of plus one a cast for everybody. Um, the, yeah, like you said, all moon clan units, which at the moment, yeah, they have said all moon clan units, not speci- not just um, uh, restricted it to grots. So they're playing, uh, playing a little bit faster and looser with the old keywords in the, in the gets tome. Keyword mean- lottery. <laughs> means that anything with a moon clan keyword can use the four up rally mm-hmm. under the light of the moon, which is great. So that would be like all your squigs as well as all your grots. Uh, and you get your extra command points as well, as long as your general's there. So, yeah, good times. Uh, and spiders do mortals on fives instead of sixes. Mortals do five, yes. Yeah, yeah. which is good, so, right? Yeah, yeah, and the squigs also get run and charge. So squigs are getting a, a little double double boost there. And charge and being able to rally on five on four ups, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, are so, you happy? And, are you happy with the the changes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Very excited to have a few games with them and see see what it feels like. But yeah, it's definitely a boost to them. Okay. Yeah, and the and the shaman on Arachnorok came down five points. So fantastic. <laughs> Just um. At this point, Nathan, does that mean all those lists that you were still waiting to try from that book now are redundant, though, and you're going to have to start writing lists again? Yeah. Um, no, well, uh, the uh, the list writing, the, everything is the same points, basically, except for the endless spells. Uh, yeah. And there's, like, a couple of things that have changed ever so slightly. So, and but endless spells are definitely... I, I always had a couple anyway, so I think I'm going to try and max out I think you can have up to three, can't you? So you can. I think, every, I think you're going to see a lot of people with two or three now. They're good. Okay. Thank oh, God I those cron spines off. won't go hungry. No. Those no, cron spines neither. won't go hungry. Correct. No. They, they won't. Have all right. Well, I'm glad. Of I'm glad you're excited. Of all of the units, which ones are you most excited about using under the new rule set? Well, uh, I was. Uh, starting to uh, go back to list of stabbers in. Yep. Um, they will now get picked on by hunters. But yeah, I, I want to try a few more lists with the stabbers, and then we'll take it from there. But maybe introduce a few more squigs, especially now they've got the little double, the double boost. I think squigs are quite good. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Lovely. Yeah. All uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so squigs and crots. Squigs and grots. All right, there you go. You heard it from the man himself. Final question from Meg Face in the chat. Has the mushroom managed to gain one millimeter on its base? Feel like it's needed. <laughs> Nobody knows what size the fucking base is supposed to be. For the mushroom. <laughs> Them fuckers. Oh, okay, well, that is, uh, that is Meg in the chat, uh, destroyer of Ben Johnson. So uh, shout out to Meg. 
uh, for Greenman. Thanks for subscribing. Dan, uh, we'll jump to you because uh, James got a little bit more to unload. Uh, how have you been the past week? You've been able to do any Warhammer? It was your birthday. So I assume um, you didn't get any Warhammer in for that. No, I, I didn't. Uh, my I had a great birthday. Did an escape room, which I've, I've actually never done one of those before, and I had a great time. It was a surprise. So I probably wouldn't have. I'm I'm obviously in Canada, where uh, uh, cannabis is legal here. So I had uh, had a couple of gummies earlier in the day because I thought I would just have a nice chill birthday, not expecting I'd have to do something quite so cerebral. Uh, so I think I was a bit of a, a, a you know cannonball around the ankle of my team there, um, but then had a great day. Went to an amazing bar, and you know you go to a bar, and sometimes you see like a thing that you could potentially drink out of that is absurd, that clearly is only there for the look, but then there is a drink you can order out of it. Well, there were these large, life-size, hollow, like solid copper, but hollow flamingos. Uh, and That sounds quite bespoke. It was very bespoke, uh, just so bespoke flamingos. So anyway, we saw it, had to have it. Unfortunately, we didn't notice it until we'd already gone through a couple of pitches of cocktails. So then we had uh, an entire uh, flamingo. When they served it to us, they said it serves like six to eight. Um, there was four of us. Then on closer inspection, we were told it serves eight to ten. Uh, so anyway, it was great. We did it. It was great. Good time. Um, had a lovely time drank lots and lots of water uh, and i'm here to talk about it uh, the other thing i did was i haven't been able to build or paint it do any warhammer because i i done broke my finger i managed to go 34 years of my life without breaking a single bone and then i managed to snap it act all my old finger right through the middle oh, i'm sorry so, about um, that so yeah. Raheem. Oh, wow. yeah i took a I, like if if we were to define a shortcut by cutting something short I took the best shortcut ever. Like, just if that's the only way you want to assess that. But in, in like, I we were on a hike, took a shortcut across a river, fell in, broke my finger, uh, went home. So, very efficient shortcut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, did you home. get... Did you get an ambulance home? Like, so maybe you just could no, be asked no, to no. walk. Just a, it was just a broken finger. So, like, just instead of finishing the hike, we just, just went, went home. home. It's great. And yeah. then, and I was like, oh, wow, it's pretty swollen. And like my whole hand, like all the way down to there went black, blue and green. Like it was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, and then after about a week, I was like, oh, it's not really getting better. So I went to see a doctor and they were like, yeah, I broke it here, like down the middle between the two joints there. Like I cracked the bone in half. Uh, so yeah, so now I get to be a really shithouse Darth Vader or like, like penguin flipper. For another couple of weeks, I guess. <laughs> Jump uh, in the chat. Typical AOS player assuming the trade would have no effect. <laughs> <laughs> Such a specific bird, but excellent. <laughs> but well played. Uh, okay, well, Dan, happy birthday. Yeah, I'm glad that you uh, I'm glad that you had a good birthday. And also, um, I'm excited uh, to see, uh, have you part of this conversation later? Because I know you've got a lot mm. of insight and loads of different elements. Uh, so I, I got, I got thoughts. I know you got thoughts, thoughts. Nathan's got, got thoughts. thoughts. So on to James. James, <laughs> hey, <all. laughs> hello, hello. How have you been uh, the past yeah, week since we, I saw you? What you been up to, my friend? Uh, what have I been up to? Not, not a huge amount all week. I don't think. Okay. I painted Ath Vermin Lord. 
I think I was building him last week. Did I build the Vermin Lord on stream last, last week? Uh, as well? You were painting him. Oh, yeah, I was painting him. him. Okay, yeah. so I painted a Vermin Lord uh, and then did no hobby all week mm. um, and then played Warhammer all weekend. You With did. you. You well, did. Oh, thanks you were to, around. Uh, thanks to the Drizzler for donating uh, a gift subscription in the chat. And everyone who subscribes, uh, thank you very much for your continued support to for the show um yeah we played so okay so quickly what was going on at the weekend i think i'll just quickly recap for everyone shall i um we have a really close friend called francois um him and his son ollie travel over uh, from canada every year and they play warhammer here at the arena which is cool uh we have this event called the the, the i mean this year was the last year was the spiteful 16 and this year was the 16 social wasn't it but it's 16 uh, people spiteful 16 gt last year Spiteful yep. 16 social this year Yes, so uh, we have a, an exclusive event every year, uh, and and by just happenstance, we've nailed the GHB landing every single time. As in the week of the GHB landing, like two years in a row. Which if we can make that a third, I'd be very impressed by. Uh, and then we we played mixed doubles Age of Sigma. So you played as you played you played as a doubles team, and the next round you played with someone else in your doubles team. And then the person you were playing obviously changed as well. So you were consistently, so you know, you didn't play with the same person at any point over the week. That's wicked. Yeah. And then the person you're playing against was playing with someone new every time as well. And James, what what did you think of uh, uh, of that element of it? Yeah, it was super good. It was something we discussed. So after last year, we did a GT, uh, but like, so. as Rob says, Francois comes over like once a year for the event. Um, so it's his one like um, real life situational chance to catch up with everyone. So we debated quite a bit after last year about him being like, oh, like I saw the people I play, but obviously we all know that when you play a game of Warhammer, it probably lasts about three hours. You interact with that one person, but not everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we mixed up the concept a bit this year to just try and make it a laugh and also because it was supposed to be social the idea was that it meant that if someone came for a laugh with a list that was kind of garbage but funny it meant that you could also they could also end up with someone who come super keen and balance out the competitive element of the entire event <laughs> i'm just imagining the intense like tack the person who's like specked their list down to within an inch of its life and then they come up and they're playing with someone who's like yeah, so um, I brought uh, Liberators, and I had this guy, so I just brought this guy. And I thought this was funny, so I got that. And you just see, like, the intense competitive gamey person being I think, like... I think Dan <sighs> just des- described Matt, who'd never used his army and had some Liberators and some Chariots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite part was when Matt, uh, who played for those five rounds, on the, uh, on the Sunday, JJ had to leave early because he had to go to a birthday party. Uh, and so Matt got lumbered with a, a Nurgle list. Matt had never played the Stormcast list, or indeed even Stormcast, and then was lumbered with uh, a Nurgle list, uh, of which he also didn't understand, uh, and was like, I am completely out of my depth in this situation. <laughs> also, it was the new GHB, so loads of thoughts on the new GHB as well. Um, that said, uh, I personally, if I can just, because obviously this is what I did for the past week, uh, I, I, <laughs> I actually... Uh, I foolishly foolishly i i was so excited about warhammer and i think i talked about this last monday i was so excited about warhammer coming from the top 16 uk event that we'd done in the arena that i was like i can't wait to play warhammer and like i went away on the sunday night being like oh what thousand points of crazy shit can i put together um which was really fun 
And I didn't really like know. Oh, Insomnia Painting, thanks for donating 10 gift subscriptions in the chat, Ooh. you babe. Let's oh, go. 140 to go. 140 to go. Yeah, I know, nearly at the thousand. Crazy. Uh, never hit that number before. That would be insane. Um, but uh, well, is it I, true that you said you'd take your top off and do a bikini stream? If you hit a thousand, that's what you said, right? I don't know. We'll do something weird and, and, and hot, hot, tub, <laughs> hot tub, um, hot tub stream at Nathan's house, <laughs> <laughs> or just one Monday show is presented from everyone's bathtub, uh, where we're all just at, like, but we do the show completely straight down the line, like nothing's changed. It's like we're just like in we, the bath. We're just in the bath, you know, like Fine. a glass of I'm wine in. bubbles. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. All right, we'll make it work. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> so I decided foolishly, and uh, there was a couple of different lists that were going around my uh, my head uh, specifically. Uh, and then um, I, I like at one point it was going to be like a sort of like Grave Lords army, but I decided jump onto the Beast of Chaos because it looked super fun. Um, uh, and then because I just wanted to do some Dragon Ogres, I had some really great files for it anyway. So I'm I okay. I'm very tired today because there was a couple of nights where I got very little sleep. I'm talking like three hours sleep. So it was a mistake. I'm not going to put that to one side. So don't do this. But I managed to print and paint a thousand point army and the summoning pool in one week. Well, less than a week. It was like two days, wasn't it? So like, um, mm. I was actually pretty chuffed by that personally. Because Nathan, when you saw me, none of it was painted. No, you'd printed it all and dry brushed it or most of it was dry brushed mm. yeah so yeah that's quite impressive yeah fully done and i james you saw it was it okay yeah i mean the the, the fact that you were up till like 4 30 the night before probably less okay <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> but the true. army looked good it did. <laughs> you look like shit your army yeah fine. <laughs> yeah you looked tired your that's army looked true. fine that's true Fresh. Your army looked fresh. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, the army fresh. The person weak. Um, but yeah, so I had a good time with that. So it was thousand points. Thousand points each. Mixed doubles. Uh, we had great curry. We went out for dinner in the evening. Um, it was good. Nick won. Congratulations, to Nick. Only person to go five zero. Ollie in second place. I came third. So didn't end up winning an event I was helping run. So well done me. Um, excellent work. <laughs> I like that you sound bitter about that. Like you, he you was sound bitter. like you're shitty that you didn't. Before we left, win. he cried. Yeah, I mean, all I did was run this event. What kind of shit is it where I don't also get to win? <laughs> yeah, uh, but congratulations, Nick. Nick was playing Cruel Boys, by the way, FYI, for everyone grinning blades. Mm. But again, it was very fun. We had loads of people. We had lovely Annie from uh, Ad Squido Games, which is a mm. miniatures design company uh, based here in Nottingham, in fact. Uh, we had Andy and Rem from the Andy and Rem Age of Sigmar show, if you haven't ever checked that out, which is fun. Speckles was there. The Destroyer of Ben Johnson, Meg Facey, was there, which was good. Uh, the the world champion, Darren Watson, was there. Uh, obviously, Francois and Ollie were there. Um, uh, who else did I miss? I missed that. Grumpy old Mark Wildman. Grumpy old Mark Wildman with the cutest army in the world. JJ, Matt. Um, so it was, uh, it was a lovely time. It was a lovely time. Uh, any more to add, James? No, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I don't think so at this moment. All right, good. Okay, okay so that's what we we're all up to. It was a fantastic event. Uh, good. All right, so we'll jump into the news. We'll jump into the news right now. Yeah, um, because that's that's going to be really important. So 19. Mm. Uh, okay, so the news, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we weren't expecting it. It's news to us all. And that is Bosch. 
Magical Might. Thanks, Ebert, for subscribing. Uh, comes to the fore in the latest Warhammer Agency Mar Battle Box. And uh, that is one of their, their FOMO boxes that they produce. So the winds of magic blow across the mortal realms in Hiyush. Uh, the Lumineth Realm Lords and Disciples Inch battle for supremacy with arcane sorcery. So, arcane, perfect for now that everyone's got cogs in their list. Uh, arcane Cataclysm is a new battle box for Warhammer Age of Sigmar in which the Changer of the Ways seeks magical items buried in the wastelands. Inside the box you'll find 55 finely detailed Citadel miniatures, etc, etc. As you come to expect from the FOMO boxes, Arcane Cataclysm contains some brand new miniatures. The uh -huh. eagle-eyed among you may have noticed points values for the Scenario Enlightener in the Warhammer Age of Sigmar, and you can see your first glimpse of this powerful mage that uses the symmetry and symbolism of Heesh as a weapon. Okay, so what are we thinking? If you, you guys are looking at the model, chat, yeah. Dan, James, James, what are your thought, first thoughts? She's got nice hair. Agreed, as a as a former hair specialist. Yeah, she's got uh, nice hair. Um, I kind of, I like the idea of balance, like, in all honesty. Like, I know there's lots of hate for Lumineth most of the time, and they're not probably the most engaging to play against sometimes. Like, I actually, like, I think the model's quite cool. The hair's quite nice. Um, but also, like, I like I like her little, like, balance thing. I mean, she looks off balance herself, which is a bit sad, because obviously the thing in a one hand looks a lot heavier than the thing in the other. Um, but, like, it'd be cool if that... Might be symbolic weight. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> she, she's not Emotional weight. Emotional so, weight, yeah. yeah. Um, but it'll be cool, I think, like, super cool to see, like, if that translates into a rules, the balancey symmetry thing. Mm. Like, I'd like it to only cast on evens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only That's cast good. on evens. It would also be cool if, like, she had some kind of, like, she gives out a buff, but provides a debuff, you know, like, give can give the unit plus one attack, but they have minus one to their armor save. Like, yeah, like think... something like that would be a really cool mechanic. I don't think that's going to be it, but it's would the, the it concept doesn't seem luminous, awesome. but risk, yeah. risk reward of it would be cool. Like, balance it out. Like, for one turn, she makes all of your army strike first, but the next turn, they all strike last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Maybe... Like, as if the, as if Lumineth were ever balanced. Fuck that. <laughs> maybe that's what she's here for. Maybe she'll, maybe there'll be a new rule where she's absolute garbage, debuffs your whole army, and you have to include her to play Lumineth. Maybe Perfect. she's the balance. Well, yeah. maybe maybe sure. on one side, she's got the staff weighing her down. On the other side, it's the weight of the patriarchy and Age Sigmar pushing her down on the other, and that's keeping yeah. her in balance. Uh, uh... Isn't the staff just isn't the staff just a big phallic symbol for the patriarchy anyway? Someone, someone, and I'm not going to say who, right? It was it was it wasn't a presentation. There wasn't a PowerPoint. Okay, so this is this happened a, a few months ago, but someone, and I mean this in all seriousness, spent a good thirty to forty minutes explaining to me uh, there was a new uh, Black Templars character came out where someone's like rubbing the sword as a character. Yep. Like I've seen it. Cleaning yes. the blood off the sword, I think, or like yeah, anointing yeah. it with oil. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, Grimaldus is coming to break my brain, but that's wrong. Um, and someone spent, and I mean, thirty to forty minutes explaining to me how uh, symbolically swords are always penises. Like, if you do art and it's a sword, it's a penis. If you do a miniature and it's a sword, it's a penis. And I mean, like, very intense. Like, there were drawings. <sighs> There was like there was a lot going into like as in I must understand yeah. this like, and I wasn't I wasn't convinced but I just thought I'd bring that up. 
Thank you. Was that a face-to-face conversation? <laughs> it was a face-to-face conversation. It was a, it oh, was, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it was a face-to-face. Even better. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> it took a long time. He was like, right, okay, you know how all swords are penises? I was like, no. And he was like, okay, look, let me draw you this picture. I was like, I don't. And it became very, it doesn't matter. Nick J. Fowler, thanks for subscribing <laughs> during the penis section of the show. Uh, okay. So the Enlightener <laughs> with some new rules. I, you know what I, I, I will say as well? Like, I know, you know, like, we, what we all just hit on is the hair. Um, I genuinely want to say, like, for me, I love the design of the model because there's something practical. How often do we have warriors with long hair in glorious flowing locks that would be completely impractical to battle with? Whereas, I, look, she's got her hair, triple braid going on. She's like, clearly she's like, I'm about fashion, but I came here to work. So she's put her hair like into the braid to stay out of the way. In the same way that I love seeing dwarves with like a braided beard. Cause I'm like, he's, he's got a beard, but he also knows what it's about when it comes to looking fine. So I, I kind of like, I know that that's such a small thing, but I really enjoy those little practical design details in models that are going to war. Like, I think that it just, it makes me happy when I see them. Yeah, I think you got to dress to impress, right? Thanks, Redgar, for uh, subscribing. Like, back in the day, when, like, I don't know what era it was, but, you know, old pantaloon meta, when you had, like, big britches, yeah? And mm. you were just out, just rocking it, you know, kind of, like, free girl general stuff. Yeah. You were just like, mm-hmm. what's that? Oh, a nice little two-tone, like, uh, like gambon, mm. yeah? You're looking fly, yep. yeah? And ready for murder with your big penis sword. And great sword, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, okay, also inside this box is a unit of Dawn Riders, a unit of Sentinels, yay, and a unit of Blade Lords, so no uh, Wardens. This has led people to think that Wardens in the future may not be Battleline. I think that's obviously not true. This does mean one thing, that we are getting a new Lumineth Realm Lords Battle Tome. I, for one, am very excited because I don't know if you've read the Luminous Realm Lords Battle Traits and the sub-faction rules, but they're quite, quite big. There's a lot of rules in those sub-faction stuff. Um, and the current Age of Sigmar 3 books, although I'm sure this will be the point where it fucking changes, are pretty <laughs> slim down. Uh, you really only normally get, like, one ability uh, for, your, uh, for your army. Um, and so uh, that's going to be a bit of a fall from grace in that situation for potentially this book. Um, and also a lot of the, oh, I'd say the War Scrolls have got simpler. Not sure that's actually true, so I don't believe that. Uh, so uh, my question is, uh, James, uh, Nathan, I'll start with you. How do you feel yeah. about new Luminous Realm Lords book? Fantastic. Can we not have two new ones just for the hell of it? Just to bring balance to it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a good point. He's Them got a great sods. point, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's where the balance is. The number of Luminous Arm Lord books and the number of books all the other factions have got combined. Uh, They've got a lot of books. Dan, you were doing the math on it, right? I think it's... uh, I'm not sure when the first book came out, but I think it's now four books in uh, either... Like two I think days. around twenty four months, just <laughs> so two days. Yeah, they get uh, they get one book every twelve hours. Uh, is how the Lumineth work. Um, but they truly are the lords of the realm in that they have they've got a hundred percent of the books set in Haish have been theirs, I guess. Um, but they, yeah, I think it's uh, correct me if I'm wrong, chat. Someone will probably look at that. But I do think it's it's 
four books in 24 months. It might be 18. I think it's 24 um, since the first one came out, which is truly staggering. Like, can you imagine if your army, if like, I mean, to be fair, it would be exciting, but being like, you need a new army book more often than the entire game of Age of Sigma gets a new edition. Yeah, I mean, like, this is just the... I mean, this is, I talked about this recently, actually, because I was playing uh, the lovely uh, Remington Steel Sword, not Penis, uh, and uh, every time I mentioned Sword, this show, uh, uh, and he had a bunch of... Uh, well, he was playing... Steel Pen. I was playing with Annie using Remington's... Uh, uh, Cities of Sigma, and he had a bunch of like free guild dudes. And I was like, it's so nice to see humans in the mortal realms. Um, but Age of Sigma is the game of elves. Okay, I think that's fair to say. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a very, there's a big, uh, there's a big no. elven, um, uh, I don't know what the right word is, uh, like dominance to, to, uh, to, yeah, kink is the better word. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes, oh, that's it. Knife, like, like, <laughs> tell me I'm inferior, knifey, daddy. Like that's that's basically the human vibe. Yeah, so that's gonna be one. All right, James, you at one point got into these, as did you, Dan. I remember. Don't forget. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't recall that. James, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I, I, all of mine have gone now because, like, I thought, like, originally when they were coming out, I thought it was a real cool looking, like, rank and flank archers, maybe like old school fantasy. I think, which I quite like. Like, I still think. I know I talked about. I think the other day with someone who might have been here, might have just been in real life about the Skaven book and how like someone said Clamrap models were old and ugly. And I was like, I kind of like them. Like I like the fact that they're so old that they were on squares and that when they line up, they line up for lack of a better term. Yeah. So they still look rank and flank. And I liked that when they released the Lumineth stuff, it looked that way. Mm. Um, but I, I had some, I painted a couple for me, it wasn't enjoyable. Like, I didn't like painting them. There's so much detail. But in the end, I think I'd spent, like, three hours on one. I was like, not even sure I like this anymore, and I'm bored. Um, so they didn't get finished. They never made the table. I don't think I even ever played it. Um, but, like, I think it's cool, and I think, like, when people have painted them and they look pretty, that's cool. But I wouldn't want to buy four books in two years. Well, I mean, just don't buy the books, lads. Uh, yeah, I know, but I mean, like, even, even like just learning a book four times. I mean, mm. Nathan's been playing the same Gits books for like thirty-five years now. He's still making <laughs> so that's true. Think how much of a problem he'd have. He'd be like, "Oh, I've still got fifteen lists from book one." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so earlier on, someone in the chat because we were doing the kind of conversation about the wins and losers of any Sigma during the day show, like Monday through to Friday. And um, uh, <laughs> and some of the chat was like, "Oh, excuse me, can you tell me what the War Song bomb is?" Like, because I don't know. And the chat started to explain it. And then someone popped up in the chat and was like, "It's kind of like a Spornado, but worse." And I was like, "It's not like a Spornado." Uh, but never forget the Spornado, Nathan. That book's been able to do so much. That one gets book, Spornado. Um, that other thing it probably did one time. Uh, <laughs> people had gits, uh, people had trogs, um, and spider riders were perfectly pointed for three years, which is what we want, uh, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so LRL, uh, on the way. Uh, now I don't care about them, obviously, because I care about the next guy. Uh, I called it, I said it, I said it was going to be this bad boy. Um, so we've got the Cursling. The Cursling's had a glow up. Cursling used to be a named character mm. in 
Warhammer The Old World, hashtag yeah. Europe. Um, and his name... And he survived. He did survive. He did survive the cursing, although lost his, his true name. He used to be Village, right? Village, Village the Cursling. Yeah. Um, he was so, always one of the the. I never really played Chaos back in you know the world that was, but I loved his model and his background and his rules. He was a, just great, and so it's really cool to see him get a reimagining. Yeah, yeah. Personally, a lot of, lot of comment on the fact that he's slimmed down. Just going to let you know that I'm very jealous of that because uh, I've become husky. <laughs> he's, he's he's very slim for a bloke with two bodies. You know, like he's like he's so, eating I mean, for two, but he's working it off. The original story for Village was that um, that it was his brother who got like like fused into him, right? Um, mm. By Zinch, obviously a Zinch Zinch mortal character, so he didn't get. He hasn't had demon uh, hood, but he has some very cool in-game rules in Age of Sigmar at the minute. Mm. Specifically, when he unbinds your spells, he learns the spells and can cast them back. So it's like a very fun... It's one of those very fun units in Age of Sigmar where there's actually and interactivity between you and your opponent. So I'm personally quite excited about that. Yeah. Originally, it'll be interesting. Is he going to get a new war scroll for this box? Because I remember, I think it was the first book, the first Zinch book. If he unbound, he got to automatically cast whatever he just unbound as well, which was a really interesting, you know, in a matter of. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. In a matter of endless spells. If he's like, I unbind your, your purple sun and he is one of my own, you activated my trap card, basically. But, uh, but yeah, he was a rad model. I think he's an amazing model. Uh, I obviously won't be picking up the box because, like, lol, why would you? Um, but, like, he looks great uh, and is a great model. And maybe when he's released one day, maybe I'll pick him up. Not certain. Probably not. There's probably a ton of, like, there's a ton of, ton of chaos models out there. You can, like, you can get by something similar. But for a model, he's a nice reimagining of an actual character that many people fell in love with uh, and then uh, proceeded to not learn his new lore, which I assume is the same or not any different. I'm not sure. Uh, so, so is he still unique then? He is, is he unique. still a special character? Okay. Well, yeah, currently. Yeah, yes. I guess, and he gets a new war scroll with the new model, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, but personally, like, like, there's lots, there's lots on that model. It'd be fun to paint. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I like that. I, I think that's good. I would love to see this painted up in like a variety of different colors. Like, I'd mm. like to see like color shift paint would be really fun. James, I was trying some Turbo Dork stuff out the other day. Didn't really understand Great it. Stuff. But that, that would be fun. You know, I'd like to see like you know, mm. like, I love box art paint jobs, but it's also really fun seeing other paint jobs that you're able to do to these miniatures as well. I don't know yeah. how I'd see it mixed up, but I think it would be fun to see it mixed up. Just because it's really quite interesting to me. Yep. I couldn't remember what the old model for this looked like, so I've just been and had a little look because he's currently still for sale. The old model. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's a cool reimagining, but like I'm looking, I'm like, oh, the old one's cool too. Hmm. Not that different either. No. Like, they're both great. So I'm not saying either's bad. But you know, when you look at something, I'm like, oh, they're both really good. Like, it's that weird moment where normally, like, when they re-release... Like, there's Skaven Assassin. Yeah. The old one. Mm. Kind of cool for its time. Has some nostalgia. But, like, was very dated compared to lots of other things. Mm. Whereas, like, I look at this one, I'm like, oh, both of these look pretty good still. Yeah, I love the old one because it's like what I like about this one and that they've really nailed is that idea that the the curseling 
is actually his brother that's growing out of him, right? Yeah. Like both do it really well. And so that hand on the back of his head, because the idea was that when this, like it was the physical brother and the mage brother and Zinch fused them together and the mage brother kind of dominated the mind of his, his like warrior brother, right? Uh, so I love the idea of like that blank eyed stare with the hand on the back of the helmet. The previous old one has him like hunched over whispering into his ear, which I think is just equally really cool. It's it's great design. It's a model with a really strong story and awesome design built into it. Yeah, yeah, it's the story bit. Like, yeah, like like Toby yeah. was saying in the chat, um, like during the end times, I don't know if you just said this, Dan, but the, mm. the, the warrior died effectively mm. and then the, the, the other, the kind of infestation took over his mind mm. and uh, went in, which is super fun. Um, I love that. Yeah, okay, so this means more uh, Zinch as well. Yes, the old one is resident. He's also not unique because you can... I remember now, you can give him command traits and artifacts, which is quite good because you sometimes tr really want to buff that di unbinding if you can so that you can shut down enemy spells and recast mm. them, which is kind of funny. Um, but... Um, For you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice interaction, though. Like, I, I would be... I, it would be ha I would be happier if, the, like, he didn't have access to, like, I don't know, like, uh, like Destiny Dice or something, and he was just a little bit cheaper. It was always, ca it, like... He always cost a little bit too much, which I think is a bit weird. Um, but anyway... Uh, so then we got some uh, Zangor uh, Enlightened in here, and there's some Karakakalites and some on-foot Zangor coming in that box, uh, and then you get some updated War Scroll cards. So we will see some updated War Scroll cards from these units before we get the actual books out. I wonder of the two, uh, which ones are copy and pasted? It feels like it's got to be the Lumineth, uh, and so will we revisit Zinch? It's kind of interesting actually having Zinch get a new book, uh, specifically when um, uh, like I'm making a video, like a shortened video on kind of the winners and losers in Age of Sigmar 3. In my personal opinion, um, really great spellcasters um, are big, big winners. Obviously, Zinch in their current form have got lots of bonuses to cast in the forms of Lord of Changes, and also, of course destiny dice whether that mm -hmm. whether or not they'll maintain that will be interesting um but yeah they've got some really great opportunities to do some really fun janky stuff especially with laquan uh, and how that stays so that's the boat and the spell for being able to transport a wizard um there's some really fun stuff there changeling being able to deploy possibly pop out some spells is also some really fun stuff so like this book could be a very intro interesting introduction into the meta um, mm. Now, on the other... Oh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. Uh, the other bit probably is Lumineth Realm Lords is an interesting one uh, because obviously uh, it was literally one war scroll as a book um, uh, and that was these Archer Boys. Uh, and mm. so it'll be fun to see if they're able to create something from a design in, a, in the design space of the book where it isn't just 30 lads firing a ton of mortal wounds. We'll yep. see. Um, uh, whether or not that's the case, you got that would be really nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people did like just to be clear, people did win events also, uh, taking like hordes of um wardens. wardens. Or, well, one person mm. did, sorry, not many people. Uh, lots of people also took foxes, and it was like it was basically 30 mm. sentinels and foxes, or 30 sentinels and techless. So there was two builds, there was just a core of that army specifically around the 30 sentinels. Um, and sometimes it was 80 sentinels, sometimes it was 70, sometimes it was 60, and also sometimes 50, and also sometimes 40. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but what matters is that it was Sentinels, uh, and that there were so many different ways to build that list around the Sentinels. Oh, yeah, and also because of the Broken Realms book, yeah, shout out to Tristan for pointing that out. There was also those three weeks where it was a Helon army, which was a good time. Do you remember the Wind Charger three weeks? That was fun. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> James, did you play against it? Yeah, it was Angoring as hell. <laughs> do you know like when you play like occasionally you play a game yeah and normally it's because i'm either drinking had too much to drink or playing someone i know so well that you space out because you're just having a chat and then you look back at the table and you're like oh, i don't what, uh what was happening yeah. <laughs> and like we? playing those wind charges that was the game because i'd just be like they i think i played matt goldsbury with them and he was like yeah. right this I move here, this happens. Then I do this. Oh, then they pile in four. Then they pile out seven. Then they move again. Oh, then they've now they've done this. Oh, now they're just shooting in uh, the Battleshock phase. Uh, and now um, in the Battleshock phase, what they're doing is piling in and fighting again. And I was just like, I don't even know what's happening at this point. Like, I'm in some fever dream. It was like a week of fever dream. And then... It was over. And then gone. It was yeah, over. Every, every phase, we play a complete turn basically and then you... <laughs> so by the end of their turn they're like i've actually had three turns yeah. uh how's that one of yours going i feel like it was like that back in the day when you could uh get an extra turn on the on the, the seraphon uh, the gods on the yeah. seraphon thing that's what i felt like i was that doing fucking sucked i played a game where my opponent got that twice once fucking it was great. a tournament I was, I was just like i was like fuck yeah okay go on and then like i had my one turn this was turn one he got turned two turns i had my turn one and then turned his turn two he got two turns i was like the fuck is this game the fuck is this game like you've had four turns and i've had one the best part of that whole thing is when you look back and you're like oh they scored in those turns too yeah yeah, yeah insanity absolutely insanity uh, okay, so uh, overall, LRL versus Eats Chat, time to have your say on this. This could be pretty big for the competitive scene. Two good spellcasting armies being thrown into the mix, especially in like what I think is going to be a fairly uh, spell-heavy meta um, with the new uh, GHB. So Galette uh, or Gillette. Um, a lot Gillette. of people are still very angry with how I'm pronouncing it and honestly don't care. Um, so yeah, Galette the best man can get. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's very exciting. Two cool new models, new books on the way. Uh, will we get some rewrites? Not sure. Uh, Nathan, positive, negatives, what are you thinking? Uh, what about the fact uh, it's good for Zinch to get a book? And yeah, I'm extremely happy the elves are getting another book. That's great. Perfect. It means that, that I'm not getting another book. I don't have to buy a book. So that's cool. Lovely. Uh, Dan, thoughts? Uh, I'm, I can't read. So less books for me means less stress. Uh, and But I do think it's truly shocking that somewhere someone signed up. And uh, I know some people in the chat were saying that the um, the Broken Realms book doesn't count. And I disagree. But if you want to get specific about it, then the book, they have had three books that you require with different rules for that army since release. Uh, and I, I truly surprises me that somewhere someone signed off on that and didn't see the problem in it. 
<laughs> and wasn't like, hey, maybe let's just hold off for like an extra six months. So like, unless they did, and this is the extra six month push. Well, unless yeah, I mean, socks. they've got another book to release in six months. Time. <laughs> they got to hurry yeah. up. The next one's in three months. <laughs> the one after that's like, in a month and a half. Yeah. The one after that's already, <laughs> already being printed. However, like the one thing to, to play contrarian to my own statement, though. Yeah. I will never... What I won't complain about is new, fresh rules, all of that. I genuinely get excited. When there's a new army book and I'm like, great, there's a change-up to a something, it's going to be different, it's going to be cool, it makes things more exciting. I think what I'm saying... The reason I find it shitty is I'm like, I don't mind Stormcast getting so many books because they're the poster boys and girls. What I do mind is something like Realm Lords getting four separate rele rules releases across four different books when you have... Uh, a bunch of very popular armies that sell very well that aren't seeing any kind of love like that. And I'm just like, it would be better for the game, better for the enjoyment, and probably better for the business not to keep hitting the same people. But Realm Lords players are obviously trash people with a high disposable income. So they probably just, they're like, these are our whales. The Realm Lord players are the whales of the Warhammer world. Oh, definitely. Uh, I think the correct term, and don't get me wrong, if I'm wrong, Nathan might be able to correct me, uh, all of the elf players are pay pigs. I think that's the correct term. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I think there's actually... GW takes them down to the cash point. Go on, empty your account. LRL pay pigs is what they should be called. Uh, all right, okay. Um, right, so... So... So, uh, let's move on, shall we? Right, so, the uh, the important part... Well, not the important part. Uh, we This weekend, this weekend at the TSN Arena, this weekend at the TSN Arena, we have the top 16... Uh, players from around the world, or as many as signed up. Uh, that's good, close enough. Um, uh, like, uh, and they are coming to play at the arena now. Just to be clear, and like, and explain it all very quickly again. So we have the TSN rankings, which is hosted on the HonestWarGamer.com. On the HonestWarGamer.com, mm. you can go look at the stats. So Rob and Ziggy put the stats together so you can check out the win rates for all the different armies like across the stuff. And it's going to be a wild six to eight weeks now where we get all of the Galician tournaments in. And we start to see what, are, what lists do well, what armies do well. And you can find that all out by listening to the Monday, ages, uh, the Monday show. So the Age of Sigma Stat Center, which we do Monday day. This show is Monday evening. Um, and where I look at the lists and stuff, because I cannot wait to see what lists do well. I think it's going to be super fun, right? The other thing, having also played an event using a lot of these rules, is it's going to be the Wild West of, like, what armies do and don't do well. And we're going to talk more about that later. But the stats are a really good place to start to understand some of those things. How your army performs on a battle plan, how your army performs into other armies, and all of those other things. So do go check out the stats. Games Workshop use those stats to balance their game. That's absolutely true um, uh, because we make them free and they're available online to everybody. Uh, so Games Workshop lifts them because they're lazy and fucking dicks. Anyway, so um, that's, that's that, right? Good. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Right, from those, we're also able to extract player rankings. So Ziggy was able to put this into player rankings as well, which has been really exciting. It's, it's an uncomfortable process of extraction, isn't it? It's like he actually has to go in there and then just like, it's like a reverse injection thing. It's, it's surprising the amount of bodily fluid that it, it includes, but Ziggy wades through it all. 
Yeah, he does. He does. He mm. does. He does. And and also it's because Tio's do. And also shout out to Rob as well, who does lots of the inputting, because Tio's do all sorts of mad shit. They're like, yeah, this one's on an Excel spreadsheet. This one's on bits of paper we stick to the wall. Uh, this one's just in BCP, which is pretty chill. That's nice. This one's written on the back of carrier pigeons, so you've got to track <laughs> them all down and line them up in their coops and be like, okay, so pigeon one is playing pigeon eight. Yeah, so, uh, but that means that we've been able to have player rankings at the end of the year, which has been pretty exciting. So, and from that, we were able to invite the top 16 players from the UK, and we have a tournament. We did that last weekend, and then, uh, not last weekend, weekend before, and then we were able to invite the top 16 players from the UK, uh, from the world, and then have a world event. Now, maybe we didn't let people know uh, early enough. We haven't had as many people from the top 16 from the world rankings were able to come, which is obviously disappointing. But knowing that we're going to do the same again next year, hopefully people will plan for it. That'll be really good. Either way, I think it's a really exciting and fun community project that we're doing. Yeah, so like it's community-run stats. It's community-run rankings. It's community-run uh, tournament. It'll be live-streamed, so you'll be able to check it all out on the T-Sports Network this weekend. So again... So community-watched tournament. Community-watched. Community-played. Community-barbacked. Uh, community uh, I don't know what else you want me to say, but yes, all of those things. How many different ways could he squeeze the word community into this sentence? <laughs> A lot. Let's just keep going community. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, and so because of that, we're going to do the live draw because the 16 people do not know who is playing who and how it works really mm -hmm. quickly. Based on your rankings and your seed, yeah, so Mike Stewart, the number one seed, came third in the <laughs> world. so many bodily that's, fluids in this That thing. seed. Oh, okay, gotcha. That, yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, Mike uh, is qualifying rank. He's in first place. So as you can see, uh, we've gone down to Pete and 64. Shout out to Pete. Of our 3,500 people in our uh, ranking. So still should be pretty proud with that, in my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we've taken the top four, and they've gone into pot one. And then the next four have gone into pot two. The next... Uh, I've gone into pot three and then pot four, okay? And we're going to draw them in a minute, and they are going to go into groups. The group yeah. on the Saturday, so once we'll, we'll end up with four players in each group, and that group will all play each other on the Saturday, and the winner of each group will go through into a semi-final, final knockout, just like the UK event we did last week. What was really exciting last week was Richie losing his first game yeah. On, I like it worked. It was far more exciting than I thought it was going to be, and it was. I mean, I knew it was going to be exciting, but like the actual uh, format was incredibly exciting, right? Uh, this mm. is, by the way, the old GHB. So this won't be the new game system. This is the last of the of the of the Thondia. Okay, so this is the right. end of Thondia. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was really exciting. So Richie lost his first game in his group, but then proceeded to win his next two. But then everyone else in their group all lost a game. So Richie got through on differential from his group with everyone. <gasps> like, And it was super close, which was really fun. Whereas I think everyone in every other group just kind of like won all three games in their group. So they dominated. Uh, and then we ended up with three incarnate lists, uh, two Nurgle, one Beast of Chaos, one uh, all Magma Droth Fire Slayers, then Fire Slayers lost to the Flies, then Beast of Chaos beat the Flies, and then Beast of Chaos beat the Flies again in the final. So shout out to Dan, who is now the UK champion. Uh, so super happy with that. Okay, right, so we've Good all night. got... Okay, so we're all going to do the draw now. We've all got a pot. I have pot one, and so they all automatically go into group. So Mike Stewart, uh, who played Seraphon, um, yeah. But he, but we, and we do know what his list is. 
Mike, uh, so let me just make sure I've got this right here. Mike is bringing a Ainathipkin army to this event. Yes, oh, it's a big shot. That's a change up. That's a change up. He's bringing an Ainathipkin army to this event. So there you go. First time anyone has seen this. He's going to be playing against some other people from the other groups. And Nathan, yes, you are responsible for pot two. So oh, if you could got... draw, if you could draw out of That's pot of two, pressure. please, yeah. For okay. who is going to be playing Mike in Group One? Here we go. It, it is Owen Jacko. So it's Jackson. Owen Jackson. Okay. Yeah. So Owen, as we know, has played a lot of uh, a lot of um, Nagash in OBR and also Soulblight Grave Lords. Uh, so he is um, uh, number six. So let me just get this right. And Owen at this event is still playing the gash, till, oh, still okay. still playing all of the zombies and the Gorslav and a necromancer. So that's what's going to be in that list. How do cool. you feel about that into Ainethikin? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh... That smash captain's getting a lot of attacks. If that was in there, he is. Mm. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he did. Right. <laughs> He is. Smash Captain's mm. having so much fun in that list. All right, James. James. Interesting, yeah. Who are we going to... Who is going to join Mike and Owen in group number uh, Group number one? Please is it going to be Nathan Prescott and his gits? Do a draw. <laughs> uh, Gia Vidaldi. Gia Vidald. Gia Vidald. Now, Gia plays... So, yeah, so Gia plays a lot of... Of um, uh, Iron Jaws, Nathan, you'll be really excited about this. Oh, cool! Played a phenomenal game at Worlds. The game that I covered of his is like a masterclass in using terrain and board presence and using a more okay. crushable resource management. Like absolutely yeah. fantastic. So um, uh, a lot of fighting in this in this group so far. Um, nice. And just to double check and make sure Gear has brought that. So let me just double check here. Uh, Gear has not brought that. Not brought his iron jaws, ladies and gentlemen. Blob Festus, Lord of Afflictions, a unit of four flies and four units of two flies. Okay, the, the army, like the this army, is if you were playing the current edition, what we would collectively call the Purple Sun's wet dream. Like this, <laughs> yeah. just it floats in, and it's just like I'm gonna make you hate ones. Yeah, and just okay. like that's all it does. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be a toughie. Okay, all fighting so far in this group. Uh, although, let me just double check Mike's list and see if he's got. Yeah, he's got. He's, he's got... got four Alapexes, so he's got some shooting in his list. And uh, no Reavers. Just... Uh, he's got there two is... units of ten thralls and six more Sargard. Uh, going hmm. into that. Okay, so out of pot four, this is on Dan. Dan, decider what group one is going to be. We've got Anna Deepkin, Soul Black Grave Lords, and Nurgle. In the hand goes. I, it's actually, I can't, in, my, in can't, goes can't the get flipper. my hand in deep enough because my flipper's stopping me. <laughs> uh, okay, was, here we it, go. All it right. was AOS Worlds. I've got it. It is. Who is it? Fredo Legsit. <laughs> Freddy Leggett. Okay. Shout Fredo out to Legsit. Freddy Leggett. Okay, so Freddy. Um, uh, has been playing loads of different lists. He's playing a lot of Cities of Sigmar, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Freddy uh, bring uh, his Cities of Sigmar to this. So let me just double-check what he's brought. He has brought a Cities of Sigmar Hallow Heartless. Yes. He's got Battle Mage. Yes. He's got a Luminarch of Heesh. Luminarch, amazing. 
uh, with a battle mage and a black arc fleet master, three single scourge runner chariots as battle line, then six demigriff knights, and ladies and gentlemen, six vanguard paladors and ten protectors. Ooh. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what to think. <laughs> Those paladors are really good. Yeah. Uh, Francois yeah, was yeah, using yeah. them at the weekend, and I'm actually mm. pretty impressed. Okay, so Freddie in that group. Uh, so just to clarify, you got Mike Stewart with his Ironet Deepkin, Owen Jackson with Soul Black Grave Lords, Givadel with his Nurgle with his uh, Puskal Blight Lords, and Freddie with his Soul uh, with his Cities of Sigmar. Uh, Nathan, uh, give me a winner who you think is going to take this group out. Just, just emotionally, get it, get, get it out. Um, I reckon it's going to be Owen Jackson. Okay. Nagash, go on. He can do it. James, who are you thinking? Oh, who did I draw? Gear. I'm going for Gear. Don't know him. With his Nurgle. He's from, he's from yeah. Norway. He's wonderful. Yeah, uh, I would have voted for him, but he didn't bring the Iron Jewels like he said. Oh, that's fair. Well, yeah. Well, Rob said. Well, he played just so, and the game he played, by the way, was at Worlds. That's an FYI. And Dan, finally, who you go, who you rooting for? Uh, because I am always biased. I'm not. I'm picking Freddie Legsit for for two very important reasons. One, I drew him, so you're my boy, Freddo. But yep. two, because he's playing Cities of Sigma and Hello Heart. Like I'm playing Cities of Sigma and Hello Heart. You got you got my vote. You got my love. You've got no incarnate. Let's do it. Yeah, no love it. Let's get it. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the the group with no incarnates is yeah. like huge, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, this is my. I mean, I I just want to be clear. I'm not that good a person. I'm going to take an incarnate. So I'm still a piece of shit, but you're not. And that's why you get my vote, Fredo. <laughs> all right. So shout out. Okay. So that's group one, the non-incarnate group. Shout out to all of you. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Group two is helmed by Mr. Matt Goldsborough. Mr. Matt Goldsborough. Mm-hmm. Now, Matt is going to want to, and this is very important, going to want to avoid Ronya in the draw at AOS Worlds, Matt was on four and zero going into the final of the singles event before the World Team Championships, um, and he would like and, and Ronya beat him to the post. Don't forget Ronya with her Nighthorn going eleven zero across World Team Championships. Maybe Matt would be rooting. Maybe Matt's going to be rooting for the Ronya redraw to claim his pride back. Maybe he's hoping to escape it. Not really sure. Uh, uh, it's a fool's is, game. Pride yes. is a fool's game. Uh, he is bringing Mr. Matt Goldsborough is bringing a Nighthorn army. So he he got beat so bad he <laughs> jumped over to the other team. Uh, Mike, I want you to win it, baby. Wow. I'll vote for Mike. Okay. Uh, okay so uh, Matt Goldsborough, uh, he's got Scarlet Doom army. Obviously, and that 30 Blade Guys Revenants are going to get to roll 30 dice when they charge, if there are 30 of them alive, and every 5 up will be a mortal wound. He's got Cruel Gas Cruciator, uh, that's a minus 1 damage aura uh, around him, which is really good. He's got Allrack the Drowner, or the other boat guy, as you know, the Paddle Boatman. Uh, Guardian Soul, Spirit of Torment, another Spirit of Torment, 4 Mimron Banshees, 2 times 3 Spirit Hosts. And two times ten Blade Guys Revenants. He has dropped Lady Alinda since the last time mm-hmm. he performed at the top 16 uh, for the UK Championships because he said, and I quote him, she's hot trash, man. She's hot trash. Oh. Okay. Which is actually like, like that's, I, I, that's how I would like to be described. Like hot, but trash. Like, I think that, like, that's fair. That's fair. You're gorgeous, but gosh, you're like not the kind of person I'd bring home to my parents. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right, she's okay. dead, so they probably wouldn't approve. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so Matt G. Dad, I brought this dead girl home. Depends <laughs> on your previous relationships, I guess. I guess that's true. At least she's not going to run away with your money. Uh, I'll give you that. Uh, right. Okay, so Nathan, Nathan, Yo. out of pot two, don't forget uh, that you've already joined Owen Jackson. So Fabian Quinn, Phil Marshall, and Oli Gunnar Vatland, who is going to play? Do a draw, please. Uh, all the way around. Big Phil Marshall. Phil Marshall. Okay, so Phil has been... Uh, Phil's channeling all of Australia. So, Dan, maybe you're going to be on his side with this. Uh, Phil's been channeling a lot of Archeon hosts of the ever-chosen Six Circle. Uh, now, they okay. don't. They generally don't tend to see a lot of play over in the US, mm. and actually not that much play here in the UK either. But there's one group of mad fuckers that love it, and that would be the Australians. Three or yep. four different people pushing them around. And Phil... Um, has been doing it here in the UK. Now, I would be unsurprised if we don't see him do it here, but let's just double-check. His list is Archeon. Look, Chaos mm-hmm. Lord, Chaos okay. Sorcerer Lord, 2 times 3 Varangard, a Mind Stealer Sphinx, and 18 Untamed Beasts in his list. Uh, and so 8 he... Iron Golems as well. Yeah, Fire and out. so they're all Mark Zinch, so that means they've got a 4-up yeah. Spell Ignore, and... Uh, they also reroll once they're safe. Also, because they're host of the Ever Chosen, he actually knows whose priority is next, right? Mm-hmm. When he rolls it every turn, and when his Varangar charge, to get plus one damage on the charge, which is pretty terrifying. Uh, pretty terrifying. Uh, so Phil uh, is uh, in that list with his uh, host of the Ever Chosen. Uh, James, you're next out of pot three. Oh, there's um, good drama here because I know who's it. One of mine is. Okay, so yeah, so you know, uh, you know who what is. Okay, you do have Ronya. So who yeah. you drawn? Here we go. Okay, let's go. It is. Yeah. Oh, you're never gonna be able to say Ronya. Oh, this oh. happened. Oh my God. <laughs> Ronya's in the group. Okay, Ronya, a storm. A storm. There's night night haunt times two. Night haunt off. Is the night is oh. the group of this is the group of death. Yeah, <laughs> this is the group yeah. of death. Okay, so shout out. So let's just see, just double check to see what Ronya's decided to bring. Now Ronya's traveling over on her own, representing Team Sweden. She's our only uh, Swedish player. Um, so all of Sweden rooting for Ronya, and she's also taking uh, Nighthorn, but she's taking the Grieven Legion. She's taking Kurdos and Lady Alinda. Doesn't think she's hot trash, and a Cruel Gas mm-hmm. Cruciator. Just thinks she's hot. Just, Just thinks think she's, she's hot. hot. Exactly. Ten yep. Chain Rasps, two times twenty Grim Gas Reapers, three Spirit Hosts, five Hex Wraiths, ten Grim Gas Reapers, and five Mimron Banshees. Oh, so Ronya oh. with the Nighthorn. Okay, so that's pretty good. Uh, so all these players will play each other. So Dan. You're left to bring us to uh, who is going to play this group. Uh, this is out of Freddie, uh, not Freddie, Paul, Kieran, and Pete. Oh, fuck. It's genuinely quite hard to get down to the bottom where the names are with this flipper. That's okay. That's fine. It's fine. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. And it is Paulie Slotto Scotto. Oh, the slot machine killer. Amazing. Okay, so Paul Scott. Uh, absolutely wonderful. That's I'm really happy for him because uh, he's a wonderful dude. So he's been playing a lot of Nurgle. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see his list. Don't forget, this is the first time I've seen the list as well. Um, so I'm excited to see uh, number 14. Let's see. It is Nurgle. But this is different. It's not flies, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Yeah? Right? You fucking dumb me, Dad. <laughs> so he said in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I'm so sorry, but I love you. I love you. Uh, 
<laughs> so he's got a great uncle one, Horticulix Slimux, Lord of Afflictions, and a Plague Priest. And then he has five Beasts of Nurgle, all his individual ones. He's got two Puskal oh. Blight Lords, one Puskal Blight Lord, and three Nurglings. Right? So three Nurglings. Oh. So we've got a Beast of a Beast of Nurgle list, which is fun. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Cool. So they'll be retreating and charging. The Nighthaunt will be retreating and charging. And Phil will just be stood there with like, I really wish someone would stand fucking still so I could hit them with my Archeon. <laughs> That would be great. I mean, look, the thing is, Slotto, if you're okay against Nighthorn, I've I've accidentally drawn you into a great lot. Uh, but if you're not great against Nighthorn, I'm I'm pretty sorry. Uh, I guess uh, that's that's where we are. Um, I don't I don't know what the the truth is on it. Uh, I don't I'm I'm not good at math. But if you're good at math and you're like, I don't mind ghosts, then you're fine. But uh, if it's the other way around, I'm real sorry, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, I'm not good Suing at no you. ward saves, uh, which one of the armies is no ward saves. <laughs> so that sucks for him. Okay, next up. Now, this man is a legend. Leading group three is Juan Noah Singh. Yeah, Mr. Florida man himself. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. I mean, he's not quite as uh, pure chaos energy as his teammate, uh, Mr. Tom Guan, who's also, uh, we'll talk about him in a bit, but Juwan Noah Singh is, or Noah, is representing the US of A. So big USA fans in the chat, if you are rooting for the US of A right now. Now, he plays Iron Jaws a lot. He's been playing loads of Iron Jaws. He's, he originally started, Nathan, with Gits and Squigs. Yeah. So I'm sure you can vibe. Yeah, yeah, Squig yeah. Man. Yeah, now he is brilliant as a human being. Very excited to the fact he's just even coming over from the USA to play in this event. So, uh, big shout out to him. And he is playing. Just check. He is playing. Oh my gosh. He is t- playing Bone Splitters. Oh, oh goodness. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. I told you there was a lot of chaos energy here, right? So he's got a Savage Big Boss, a Wurgog Prophet, and another Wurgog Prophet. He's got three times ten Savage or more boys. And then he's got three units of four big stabbers. Three units of four. And then he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight units of two big stabbers. <sighs> okay. It's got a lot of big stabbers. It's got yeah. a lot of big stabbers. <laughs> Are they the same as swords when it comes to phallic influences? They're no? bigger. That's the point, right? Everything I don't think so. Like, I think I think that there's a point where you actually go around and come back to not being phallic, and I think this is the opposite. Yeah, uh, he is. He... I think not quite there, right? Like it's still phallic. Yeah, it's so... not quite big enough. I don't think. Now, importantly, uh, as uh, as has been pointed out, chat, he's playing Dragfoot, which means no ward saves for the enemy. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> all right, so we'll see who we draw him into. So let's see who's left. Okay, so from Group Two, we've got uh, Fabian Quinn. Now he did play Cities of Sigma last week at Top Sixteen. May change it up, and we've got Ollie Gunner Vatland, who did play Nurgle. I'm almost certain might play Seraphon. Played Seraphon, in fact. I'm wrong at Worlds. So Nathan. Who's going to be playing against the big stabbers? Let shuffle, us know. shuffle. And yeah. I've drawn out Fab Quinn. Fabian Quinn. Fabian Quinn. Fab Quinn. Fab- Fab- Fabian Quinn. Quinn. Okay, so uh, representing... Can't wait to see his incarnate. Dan, just for your... Oh, Dan's <laughs> off for a sec. I can't wait to see his incarnate. Now, Fabian, Fabian <laughs> representing... So he represented Australia in the World Team Championships. Uh, so an adopted Aussie. 
Um, so he's going to be hoping to do really well here. So Fabian, uh, number five, has brought a Cities of Sigmar list. Okay. Mm. Uh, he oh, has got yeah. a Battle Mage on Griffin, a Sorceress, a Free Guild on, uh, General on Griffin. Uh, no, just Free Guild General on Foot, sorry. Three units of 20 Free Guild Crossbowmen, 10 Protectors, and a Cron Spine Incarnate of Gur and the Soul Screen Bridge. Okay. There's some really and tasty. That's our first. That's our first cron spine. We went two groups with no cron spine. Pretty incredible. Pretty mm. impre- cr- pretty incredible. Now uh, the important part here, uh, right? Fabian getting the bin says Pete in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now the important part about this list, which we did, we saw protectors amazing, uh, but it's that warding brand tech which Fabian's put together, which is brilliant. Mm. Which is. Basically, yeah. you, you keep allocating wounds to a Cronspine Incarnate, unlike normal models, where you would kill a model, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I do 18 damage, and then it dies, right? And then every uh, then you roll 18 dice, and for every four up, you would take a mortal wound. However, on a Cronspine Incarnate, it just keeps going. So if you do 70 damage to a Cronspine Incarnate, then you roll 70 dice, yeah, so, and you have to. So he really wanted to play in some Night Haunt, so he's not going to be happy that you put all the Night Haunt in the other group. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, it's just the way they little pieces well, of paper come. rolls. got some big stabbers to go in. <laughs> it's got some yeah. big stabbers yeah. to deal with. Don't right. chase around. <laughs> or they could chase him around. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, you know what a fun fact is about Hallowheart, though, that yeah. both of those lists have done? They've actually made a small mistake in that they've sh- shortchanged themselves by a spell. All of their... So the, the actual wording for Hallowheart is that Hallowheart wizards know two spells from the law of Whitefire, not that they know an additional one, meaning that all of their wizards should know two spells from the law of Whitefire and then one from that first spell enchantment, meaning that every Hallowheart wizard knows three spells. Yeah, like, there's going to be and, some mad casting, and the Drakfoot yeah. army is just going to be like, have you seen my Wurgog Prophet Man? I'm about to show you my mask. <laughs> like, so, like, have like, you seen my mask? He's like, just pulls out an anonymous mask, and he's like, we are the internet and then just shuts down whoever they're fighting so all that's left from <laughs> pot three uh is uh mr uh dan arnold or michael wilding michael wilding the phoenix guard pretty certain noah's going to be over the moon he's going into that those phoenix guard famous for their four at ward <laughs> um but they won't be having a four at ward this time around um uh, so uh james who's gonna be playing chat. mike wilding or dan arnold chat First yeah. answer, left hand, yeah. right hand. Oh, chat. First answer gets it. First answer, left or right hand. Left or right hand, chat. Whoever whoever says it Very first fast, gets it. Uh, left, nope. left. There it is. Two lefts. Let's go. My left hand. Okay, who is it? Who have they thrown under the bus? Dan Arnold. Oh, ho, ho, the Mormon himself. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Mr. Dan Arnold. Now, last time we played Ironet Deepkin, and Dan's been playing Ironet Deepkin a lot over the past year. He's an amazing human being. One of my favorite people ever, ever, ever. Uh, super excited to see. Uh, it represented Team Wales at Worlds. And boom, Ironet Deepkin again. An Achillean mm. King. Yeah. Oh, this is played really well into Noah's army. Uh, he's got an Achillean King, uh, the Slap King, and it's his only leader. Then he has six Achillean Alapexes. Six. <laughs> And two Wait, Storm Drake, and two Storm Drake guard. Oh no, eight. Sorry, eight, eight. Alapaxes. Jesus. Eight, eight Alapaxes and two Storm Drake guard. Let me just and the Geminids of Ulgish. And let me just quickly put this together um, because I'm just going to make this. So that's eight shots each. 
8 times 4, 8, 16, 32. That's 32 D3 shots downrange turn one. It's going to be like, holy shit. Now, uh, Rob, can I ask, those Storm Drake Guard, will they be using the new updated War Scrolls, so no hero phase move? They will not. They will not. Okay, cool. Man, that was that was you really you really done in Noah there. If I'm honest, James, I think <laughs> like he would he whoa, was whoa, just whoa. I didn't draw that. The chat chose it. He That's was horny. Chat, yeah. He was horny for the seventy Phoenix guard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a toughie. I'm not gonna lie. All right, uh, okay. So then from group four, if you don't mind putting it together for me, uh, Dan, into into this pretty interesting group uh, we got between Kieran. Which will be might be leading the first prince and Pete. We have Big Pete Rizzo. Big, Big Pete, Pete Rizzo. Rizzo. <laughs> Big Pete BPR, Rizzo, as he's known. So now Pete, Pete used to play a lot of uh, ogres, uh, but then Pete plays with a group called the Essex Moor Tribes. The Essex Moor Tribes um, have bullied Pete quite significantly uh, because he didn't do great with the ogres. Uh, so he got very sad, and then they made him by a Stormcast army, uh, and then he did much, much better with the Stormcast. I think that's the story. I've roughly got that right. Uh, and so... <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to get something right, is roughly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Pete has brought a Stormcast Eternals army uh, to this event. Um, he's brought a Lord Relictor, Lord Commander Bastion, James, you'll love this, Carthalos. He's got Five Liberators, two units of five Vindicators, and then he's got four Storm Drake Guard and six Vanguard Raptors with long strike crossbows and the Holy Command Shoot. for the shoot twice. Okay, first time we've seen them. Uh, so well done to Pete. So that group, uh, Noah with his Bone Splitters, Fabian with his Cities, um, uh, Dan with his Ardeneth mm -hmm. and then Pete those with his log Stormcast. Those Long Strikes are going to have a great time into those Ardeneth. You're <laughs> 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 fucking ripped to pieces, right? <laughs> oh, what am I shooting? Uh, one Alapex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, or, means, yeah. which means in our final group, uh, Mr. Tom Guar. Now, Tom has got energy that is undescribed. I've tried. I described, I described Tom energy as quiet violence. And that's all I can... Having met the man, all I can say is that he feels like chaos energy, yet somehow a monk quietly pondering thoughts at the same time. And he has brought... So let's just put this together. Uh, he's brought a... Uh, he's gone for a Thunder Lizard army. Okay, so Engine of the Gods. That's Lord surprising Crow. it's taken us this long to get to one. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, a Soros Astral Banner Bearer and a Celestine Prime. Then he's got Soros Guard, two lots of three, uh, two lots of ten skinks, and he's got three Bastilladons with the Arc of Sotex, so not the shooty, the fighty. Uh, and it's very similar. Ones. And it's very similar to Dan's list that did uh, Darren, Darren's list. Sorry, that did really well, obviously at the World Team Championships. So this is Tom. Um, so he's taken Seraphon. So far, our only Seraphon, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we're which, still at only one cronspine. And we're only at well. one cronspine. Which means from pot two, the only person that we've got left, Nathan. Ollie Gunner Flatland. <laughs> Ollie Gunner Flatland. And I'm almost certain we're going to see Seraphon again or it will be flies. But let's double check. So this is Norway representing Norway again. Ollie Gunner Flatland, uh, number seven. Uh, he is playing. Uh, oh, no. I've pressed that wrong. Sorry. Um. Uh, he has got, oh my god, Beasts of Chaos 
can they go oh. two for two? Do it. Can, can oh. they win the top 16 UK and top 16 worlds? Can they do it? Dragon Ogre Shagoth twice. Zangor Shaman on Beast of Chaos with a great Bray Shaman. Six Dragon Ogres, six Dragon Ogres, three Dragon Ogres. Two units of six Zangor Enlightened. I do not know how they're that many points. And then nine Untamed Beasts. So a unit of nine Untamed Beasts. Uh, so, oh boy. For the pre-game move there, maybe? Uh, the Oh, yeah, just for the screen, really, uh, to keep it out. Yeah. Because it's it's not a cheat. It's an eight-drop army uh, going into Seraphon mm. there. So, oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, so that's uh, so that's a beast of chaos there. Um, uh, so that's and then so then coming out of that group or coming out of pot two, so that's all done. Pot three, Nathan. Who, oh, sorry, James. The only one left. Uh, my only one left is Michael Wilding. So Michael Wilding. Now Michael mm. Wilding. I wouldn't be surprised if we see eight million Phoenix Guard. But let's double check. Uh, this is what we got. Oh, he's changed it up. My Wilding's changed it up. So what a good draw, Dan. You didn't put this into the yeah. other group. He's got a Rune Lord, another Rune Lord, Krondis. Oh! Krondis. Uh, 30 Iron Drakes, 10 Longbeards, 5 Outriders, and the Incarnate of Gur, all in Tempest Eye. Oh. Nathan, there's some actual dwarfs. Are you rooting for them? <laughs> yeah, go on, you dwarfs. You. Good bloke. Good bloke. Do you remember when Dan used to play dwarfs? I I'll did. cut you. I'll <laughs> cut you. Straight up cut you. Uh, uh, so he's playing cities, which means which means uh, the go- gorgeous Kieran Alanda. Uh, Kieran the fi- Airbender. Yeah, is from... Going in there. <laughs> from pot four, he is playing his Legion of the First Prince, Great and Clean One, Bellacore, Blue Scribes. 10 pink horrors. Uh, sorry, 20 pink horrors, 10 blood letters, 5 flesh hounds, 3 screamers. Um, it's going to be fun watching 20 pink horrors fighting against 3 bacillodons of the Arcosote. It's like, I'm about to roll 7,500 dice. And you're like, okay, I've got a one up armor save. Let's go. Um, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, that's Kieran, okay, with our only Legion of the First Prince army. Wow. So, uh, Nathan, out of it all, who are you rooting for? Um, hmm. Uh, well, I was quite uh, interested in following uh, your story with uh, Rona, the Nighthawk player Ronya. from Sweden. Yeah, Ronya. Okay, it's so, a, yeah. In, yeah. in the group with Matt G, Phil, and Paul, Slot Machine Killer. Yeah, she sounds like she knows what she's doing. So, yeah, okay. I reckon. Uh, James, and it's an army oh, she's had loads of experience with, so yeah. Loads of experience with. And it's different to Matt's army as well, so that'll be fun. Uh, mm. James, who are you rooting for? Um, I kind of want to give my route to Dan Arnold and his terrifying list, but I'm going to give my vote to Pete for winning. The- if he can win one game, AOS Pete. That's what I want. <laughs> Not the event, I want him to win one game. What will be what will be exciting is because last time Pete was here he wasn't able to make it to day two so that'll be the most exciting thing if he's able to do that. So no, shout one out. game. What let's turning shout up out day Pete. two just means he doesn't have a beer. <laughs> Winning a game <laughs> is his aim. That's true. Uh, and then finally, Dan, out of everyone, who are you rooting for? 
Uh, I gotta go the Iron Drakes. Like I, I those Iron Drakes Rune Lord combo. She's a winner, winner, chicken dinner. So I, that's it. Yeah, I, I can't not support the Airbender guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's actually uh, Mike Wilding, oh, um, not not, not, not yeah. Kieran Alender. No. So the um, uh, so that's going to be this weekend. You can tune in live, obviously. Right. Thanks, uh, Insomniac Payton, for donating a thousand bits uh, for Pete, so that he can make it to day two. Uh, <laughs> very much appreciated. <laughs> uh, so you guys will all obviously be able to tune on the T Sports Network and see. I think the thing I'm most excited about is we have two people from Norway, someone from Sweden, two people from America traveling over. I just want to thank them from the bottom of my heart for for committing to um, to the event and making it an international showdown, which I think is super fun. Mm. I know a load of the guys from the UK are very excited to meet you if they haven't already met you at Worlds. So I think that's uh, an exciting kind of prospect yeah, in yeah. the future. Okay, um, and uh, any of you particularly nationalistic? Dan, you're not rooting for Fabian just because he represented Australia the one time? Or you just... <laughs> Isn't this is now about the people and about the lists, not about the countries for me? Uh, like the worlds, I, I that sure, but right now, nah, I'm, a, I'm about the heroes and the villains at this one. Uh, and, and the heroes are the biggest villain, right? The, the, no, the heroes are any anyone playing dwarves and bearded critters. Uh, so it would either have to be the list with dwarves or probably beasts because they're all beard. Um, like they're, they're tippity top to bit of me bottom, uh, just beards everywhere you go. Look, any um, any beast players gotta be super excited too, right? Because they've basically got a new box set coming, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> right, okay, all right, so that's all over. Um, uh, and congratulations <laughs> to everyone. Uh, and now on to uh, the kind of um, uh, the the subject of the show, main subject of the show, hour and 20 in. <laughs> well done, us. Um, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, so the main subject, I might even just make this, make this separate. I don't know. Um, should I record it? Then give me an opportunity. 